Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Six to one. Buffalo. What a way to start 2024 for the Sabres. It is one game. We'll see uh, what comes from here. But a good start, nevertheless, as they move into January here. And we welcome you in to the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Visit your local Upstate Honda Dealers today. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for being with us. We will be heading back to the Bell Center shortly. Paul Hamilton is uh, awaiting the Sabres locker room to open up, and then he'll be in there to get player reaction from this one. And it should be a uh, happy Sabres room as the offense comes alive. Not too many games this year. The Sabres have put up six and one by five for sure uh, as they get this offense going. And it's the big names coming through, and it's the power play coming through. This is what you remember from last season. But, boy, this year, um, the power play, we know, you know, if you follow this team, you know, it hasn't been good at all. It's one of the worst in the NHL. They come through with two goals tonight. But look who scores. Skinner all over the score sheet. I'll get to his stat line in a moment. He scores. Thompson twice. Quinn, Middlestat, and Darlene. Like, this is, if the Sabres are going to be good, if there's going to be some sort of, uh, real good run here to get themselves back into a legitimate race in the standings. Like, these are, this is the group that has to come through. Now, of course, you know, along the way, you need your third and fourth line guys to contribute too, but, I mean, these are the guys that have to carry it for you. And you're playing a, a bad team. Montreal, just, you know, they're not good. And the Sabres this year have, you know, once obviously run into them and lost. They've got to figure out a way to, like, bury teams like this. And that's why this stretch of the schedule, to me, makes or breaks the season – I know we're still officially not even at halfway. We're almost there. But you have Montreal and Pittsburgh, two teams that the Sabres need to beat and get ahead of in the standings. You've got them now these next two games. And then you've got six in a row at home. And on paper, it's about as easy as it can get at home. You've got Seattle and Ottawa and Vancouver and San Jose and Chicago and Tampa. Uh, collectively, that's a... On paper, that's a pretty easy six-game stretch. Now, the Sabres, we know, have not been good at home at KeyBank Center. Uh, but this eight-game collection, even if you want to throw in the whole month of January, the West Coast games, Ducks, Kings, Sharks, like this month of January, on paper, if you now throw all 11 games on the table, like it's right there. If you want to get back in the race, maybe win and you know eight of 11. Maybe win nine of 11. You know, you can go... You know, can you go like eight, one and two or something in that stretch? I mean, it it's very, very uh, probably you know stupid of me to sit here and say they could do that when they've only once won a two had a two game win streak. That was back at the end of 
October and in November against Colorado and Philly. So for me to sit here and say, yeah, they've got, you know, look at these 11 games. They could win eight of them. They could win nine of them. You know, they could. Yeah, I, I sound extremely silly. I'm aware of that. But I guess, you know, if you're going to think that this, se- this season still has some meaning, still has a chance at recovery, thinking like, well, they're finally healthy. They have their top six guys here. You know, can you get the best Sabres hockey you can in this season? Well, I mean, the the opportunity is there. That's all I'll say. Am I predicting it? No, because in three months of hockey, they haven't done it. And they've only had a two-game win streak once. Uh, but if you want to lay out the scenario where they could get back in it, it's there for sure. And what do they need? They need their big guns to score. They did that tonight. They need their power play to show like it has a pulse. And it did tonight with two goals. And, you know, I don't think the Sabres um, played a perfect game, but they won by five. So you can't sit here and say that, it, you know, can't pick too, uh, too far into this one tonight. The only goal against was a poor play from their now all-star, Rasmus Dahlin. Uh, otherwise, Levi played a perfect game in front of his mom and dad, which I know if you watched on the TV broadcast or you listened to it, you heard them mention quite a bit. So uh, a good game for Devin Levi, and he ends up being the first star of this game tonight. All-stars, no surprise, Sabres. Levi won, Skinner two with a ton of points, Thompson three with two goals. But Devin Levi tonight, tremendous, faced 33 shots, 32 saves. Devin Levi is our electric player of the game tonight. Brought to you by Town Ford, when you think Ford. Think Town Ford. Again, we'll be heading to the Bell Center momentarily for Paul Hamilton and live interviews from the locker room. Also, Don Granado in his live postgame comments. Uh, while we wait for Paul here, we can get in some of our final stats of the game. And they're brought to you by Level Financial Advisors. Helping you retire better, visit levelfa.com. Shots end up 38-33 Buffalo. Double digits for the Sabres across all three periods, 13-14 and 11. The power play stats... Wow, the Sabres win that battle. A rarity. Two for four tonight. They do, though, give up a shorthanded goal. Montreal, zero of three. So the penalty kill comes through for the Sabres. In net, Devin Levi the win, 32 saves. Jake Allen the loss. He gave up five on 37 shots. 38th shot went into the empty net for the Sabres. Uh, And then the three stars, as I mentioned. Thompson, number three. Skinner, number two. Levi, number one in front of 21,105 at Bell Center, including Devin Levi's parents, including the former Sabre Jason Pominville in the house tonight. It's nice to see him uh, taking in uh, his former team tonight. Individually now, look at these, some of the stats. We'll start with Skinner. Four points, one goal, three assists, played 15-57. He had four shots on goal and uh, was just a playmaker all night. A tremendous shot on the power play, which ended up being the game winner for him. 6.59 into the second period. Uh, He ends up doing it there. For Skinner now, the stats just could continue to be tremendous. In games in Montreal as a Sabre, he's played six games. He has now nine goals, seven assists for 16 points. He's closing in on three points a game every time he shows up to the Bell Center as a Sabre. In his career... If you count the games at KeyBank Center and Bell Center together, in 16 games as a Sabre versus Montreal, he has 15 goals and has 14 assists for 29 points. Amazing. 
Okay, live locker room reaction. We'll start with Jeff Quinn in Montreal with Paul. Thanks, Brian. Uh, Jack, you take a look at that hockey game. Uh, you, you, you guys get the two power play goals. You have to be feeling good. They get a shorthanded goal, but it didn't detour you. It seemed like you guys just kept playing and kept playing the way you were capable of, even though that scored. Yeah, for sure. That was a huge boost for our power play to get a couple there for us. And obviously, uh, don't want to give up shorties, but uh, great job by us just staying with it and keeping our, our foot on the gas there. Why did the power play work um, from what you saw? Well, I think we were just moving it quick. Um, we kind of talked about before they uh, they pushed out high as a PK, so get it down low and uh, and make plays and attack from down there. And uh, that unit did a great job of that. Did you get the sense Devin was excited for this game? Yeah, for sure. I um, obviously had a lot of people here and uh, a lot of family and friends. He played uh, outstanding. It was a good game by him, but it was a good game by everybody. What made it a good game for the team itself? Did you think? I thought we just uh, we just competed hard, and um, I think. Uh, you know, we got the results because of that. How about your goal? Were you surprised the, the slot opened up for you like that? Yeah, uh, a little bit, but uh, JJ just had so much speed there. He did a great job of, of driving and taking the D with him and created all that room for me. You guys are playing well as a line. It's not going in for JJ right now. He hit a, a post today, but you guys are playing well as a line. Is, is he getting frustrated or is he okay just because the three of you are... I mean, I think he's still playing great, obviously. Uh, like you said, I think he's um, in a bit of a, I don't want to call it slump, but he's, he's um, you know, it's just not going in for him at the, the same rate it was early. And I think, um, you know, he's playing so well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go back to where it was before. He's going to score a, a lot of goals. So I think uh, he's in a good spot. Name to the All-Star game today. How would you characterize what he means to the group? I mean, just so much. You guys see it every night. He's, uh, he's our best player out there most nights. And, um, you know, just uh, so big for our group and a great a great leader off the ice too thanks jack jack quinn brian back to you all right thank you paul jack quinn yes i knew it was jack quinn i said jeff quinn the former ub coach right <laughs> yeah i was i was uh lots and lots of stats on jeff skinner so i had jeff in my head there but yes jack quinn uh, paul's question there i think is right on like this line quinn paterka cousins we know was so great last year quinn back boy it's like they picked right up where they left off but as Paul correctly mentioned, Paterka and Cousins still aren't scoring, but they are creating chances, and they've had those dominating shifts that we saw quite a bit last year, which resulted in goals. Quinn now, four goals in seven games. Uh, he gets the scoring going in the third period. Uh, when you wonder, like, hey, can the Sabres come through with a strong period here? It's only a 2-1 game, and Quinn scores 6.45 in on a nice setup from Paterka. So, um, he used the screen really well there to get that pass, uh, get that shot past Jake Allen. So four and seven for him. So he's obviously going. Uh, Paterka and Cousins uh, definitely struggling, at least to put the puck in the net. Okay, Rasmus Dahlin now live with Paul. Rasmus, another all-star berth for you. What does that mean to you? Uh, a lot. It's been... Uh, it's really cool. Uh, it's something you dream about when you're a kid and... Um, it's something you uh, are really proud of. Um, it means a lot. For you guys tonight, um, what did it mean to, to, to get that win the way that you did after it was close there for a bit? Um, you guys had a ton of chances, too. Yeah, uh, that's that's the way we need to play. Uh, it's not pretty all the time, but uh, it works. So we just got to continue to do that and um, just 
not think about what happened and uh, just, just move on. How will you look at the power play? I mean, you guys did get two power play goals in a minute and 29 seconds, and that is great for this team. I mean, you guys connected, and then you also gave up a shorthanded goal too. So how do you look at the whole thing? Uh, step in the right direction. Uh, the goal there. Uh, it's a mistake by me. Uh, it will happen again, so I'm just, I'm just happy we won. Uh, but power play, uh, we created off some low plays, which we haven't done in a while, so... Um, it's really good. Um, uh, it's a step in the right direction for sure. De- Devin tonight, uh, how, how clutch were some of those saves that Devin made, especially you know early in the game or even in the, early in the third period until you guys could create some separation there? Yeah, it's unreal. Uh, he's such a talented goalie, and uh, that's what you need to, to win hockey games. And um, he was unbelievable tonight, and uh, I'm just so excited for the future. Um, but, yeah, we, we need him, and he's playing unreal, so uh, I'm very thankful he was in the net tonight. You knew how he felt probably playing in, at home. You, you played in Sweden, which, uh, you know, I know how you probably were very excited about that, and he gets to come home here and play in Montreal. Uh, he obviously was excited to play. Yeah, uh, I remember me coming home to Sweden. I was, I was super nervous. Uh, it wasn't easy to play, uh, but the way he played and um, – the mental side he's he's so strong mentally and i was really impressed um because it's not easy he got i don't know like 200 people or something he said <laughs> so um it's not easy so I'm, I'm very proud of him and um it's just unreal thank you rasmus thank you. rasmus darlene on the post game brian back to you yep darlene went back to stockholm to play in those games against tampa back in 2019 uh, and was nervous, but, you know, kind of that up-and-coming Swede star. Victor Hedman was the big story there for Tampa, uh, but Darlene's saying there that he, you know, remembers going back to Sweden to play. He was nervous, said it wasn't easy, but Levi tonight, 200-plus people. Pretty impressive stuff there. Our blue and gold locker room report brought to you by Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center. Early detection of cancer is our goal. Get in the game at roswellpark.org slash WGR. Okay, we will also hear from Devin Levi here uh, during our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show, so stick with us. We'll have that. Also coming up very shortly, Don Granado, his live comments, Paul Hamilton's take, some more highlights, stats, and scores. Your tweets are welcome at Brian WGR. Feel free to send me uh, those on your thoughts. But, um, yeah, this team, as I said, you know, the, the calendar's there in January. If you want to... Think at all that the glass is half full, that, hey, maybe, just maybe, with them being all healthy, even Granado back behind the bench for what that's worth, all these things, like, there's an opportunity here with what the schedule lays out, six in a row at home. Uh, if you want to believe that maybe there's, there, there's an opportunity, it's there uh, for them. You know, if, if they close out this month of January and go 500, well, you know, you could probably, we can start sitting here thinking, well, you know, the playoff, you know, it's going to go uh, to 13 years. And here we are talking about, you know, do we have to make moves in the offseason? Do we have the right players? What should we do with the trade deadline? That'll probably come up first, all that sort of stuff. But you got 11 games here in January. And on paper, I would I would probably guess you're not going to find a more, you know, a more easier month for an NHL team in terms of what their opponent's record is. You know, you've got a lot of teams there that are out of the playoffs or near the basement. You've got the Sharks twice. You've got the Blackhawks. Those are two of the worst teams in the West. You've got Montreal and Ottawa, <clears throat> two of the worst teams in the East. So, you know, Pittsburgh, a team that's out of the playoffs right now. 
the Ducks out of the playoffs right now. You know, so they the Blackhawks are too. I mean, you got opportunities for sure if you want to do it. Paul Hamilton again coming up here with Don Granado. We'll also hear from Devin Levi on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Final score, 6-1. to one. Buffalo getting it done. Middlestat and Skinner in the second. Army scores late, shorthanded for Montreal. And then in the third, four Buffalo goals. Quinn, Thompson, Darlene into the empty. And then Thompson on a two-on-one with Skinner with Allen back into the net, made it a 6-1 to Sabre victory. They're at Pittsburgh on Saturday at 7 o'clock. And, <clears throat> excuse me, if the power play can at all give the Sabres a little life. Remember watching games last year during the stretch when the Sabres obviously, you know, got themselves in that race? It was tremendous. You know, you're looking forward to every power play. Okay, Don Granato is now live in Montreal. Thanks, Brian. Coach, uh, throughout the game, you had to be pleased uh, with most of what you saw in that hockey game. Uh, obviously, the result was, was what we wanted, and I thought the effort was real good. There's some things that uh, I didn't like, but uh, we got the win. How about the power play? You were successful twice on it, so let's talk about that first. What made you successful on uh, those two goals? It was uh, uh, better. There's no question it was better. Obviously, we made some nice key plays. Uh, still do not like the shorthanded goal at all. Uh, overextended a shift, and uh, still plenty to clean up. Don, did you like the way against that team with the way they play, it can be tempting to try to just make it a rush game and trade chances, but you guys were working the puck down low. You were trying to create extended ozone time is that one aspect of the game that you really like that that really evidence for you absolutely we wanted to uh, you know out of respect for them <laughs> they can go they can transition it so we had to take care of the puck uh, that was a priority tonight uh with the skill the talent they have over there and, and how, quite honestly how they've been playing so um you know i would think that helped us uh not not turning the puck over and, and possessing it and uh absolutely tough building to play in with uh, Clifton and Samuelson, what did you like about the, those two together tonight? We, we just need to do things differently, period. We need to do things differently. Uh, it hasn't been good enough, and I don't care what numbers say. We need better. We are a better team than a uh, more capable team than we played. We, we deserve to be where we're at, made our own bed, and um, any change is possible for that. Was Alex Tuck like a bull tonight? I mean, that penalty kill. He outworked four guys, get the puck to Quinn. On the goal, I think it's Thompson's goal. He he bowls the puck into the zone, goes on the four check. Was he like that for most of the night? Did you feel? I thought Alex was great tonight. Uh, he, even he wasn't full energy tonight. I can tell you that. So he battled for us. Uh, he battled hard and uh, very very intense leadership type uh, initiative by him tonight. So great job. What can you say about Levi? I mean, this is as as big as a stage it could be for him, really. Um, turns in a great performance you know he's turned in great performances tonight is a is an example of many other nights that he's turned in great performance for us in in, in uh, madison square garden and just different places he's uh he's uh, he's a talented guy he has some calm to him um he's unwavered um in lots of instances so um we're glad to have him and that was uh, nice for him tonight um I know we had a lot of people here, and a lot of people are happy that they came, I'm sure. That's just how he gets the All-Star selection 30 in a row. He said it still means a lot to him. What's it mean to you to see him recognized? Uh, he is an All-Star, uh, Dolls. He's obviously a, a tremendous leader for us, and he's the extremely competitive, competitive guy, very hard on himself. Uh, internal drive that uh, is something that, you know, 
leaders have and, and, and teams need. And other guys, uh, you know, will be good to follow his way. So he, he's very deserved all-star. I'm happy for him. Thank you, Coach. Don Granato on the post game. Brian, back to you. Okay, Paul, thank you very much. Don Granato there on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame, 6-1. to one. Buffalo victorious. We're going to head right back to the Bell Center and get Paul's take here in just one moment. But, uh, yeah, Levi, great performance uh, with uh, just you know over 200 people in attendance. Pretty, pretty impressive uh, to him to get that done there. And, you know, Granato said taking care of the puck tonight was a priority. Like, yes, that should be a priority all the time. <laughs> How many post games have we sat here and said, um, you know, that, you know, they're turning it over way too much. Okay, let's go back to Montreal, get a couple of quick thoughts from Paul. Paul, let's start with the first star. Devin Levi, obviously pressured tonight, coming home, a lot of friends and family there. Uh, he came through big. Yeah, and just so the fans know, they will hear from Levi. I know we're only going to talk for a few questions here, and then I'll get that to you. But, uh, yeah, he uh, certainly was the star of the game, uh, made some great saves when he had to, but he team played well in front of him. You know, yeah, I'm not just saying he stole them a game or anything. He made the saves he had to make at the right time. And, you know, you, you look at uh, – and uh, so, uh, you know, he did that. And, uh, you know, the team in front of him I thought played very well too for the most part. Yeah. Paul, just last thing, we'll let you go here. Power play and the big names coming through. If this team's going to be great, they have to get power play and they have to get their top guys to score. Yeah, Brian, it's hard to say. What do you what do you say about the power play? Well, I think we I think we lost Paul. They did give up that shorty oh, too. So uh, yeah, they did give up that shorty too. So uh, yeah, you know, you look at it that. Uh, but I think you can build off getting those two goals in a minute twenty nine on the power play. Okay, Paul, thanks so much. I know you got to get going here to the plane. We will talk to you Saturday in Pittsburgh. Okay, man, you'll have Devin Levi momentarily. Thank you very much. Okay, Paul Hamilton there. And, uh, yes, we'll have Devin Levi here coming up in just a moment on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Sabres win 6-1. to one. Uh, I know Paul's got to get uh, to the plane here because they are off to Pittsburgh. So uh, at this time, we're going to say goodbye to all of our local affiliate stations. If you want to keep listening to the postgame, go to WGR550.com or on the Odyssey app. And for all of you on WGR, we'll have more of the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame coming up, including Devin Levi's interview with Paul Hamilton coming up tonight's first star. Big game for him in Montreal in front of all his friends and family. We'll have that interview coming up next. More highlights, update you on the standings, read some tweets here. 6-1 Sabres roll in Montreal. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Turka out with Quinn and Dylan Cousins now for the Sabres. On the defensive side is Gallagher carries it in, sends it to the net. Two chances by Ullinen in front, and Levi is able to make the stop, and here comes the crowd. Devin Levi coming up big for the Sabres. One of its 32 saves. That one is our save of the game. Brought to you by your Upstate Honda dealers. To see the exciting all-new Honda lineup, visit your local Upstate Honda dealer today. 6-1 Buffalo as we welcome you back to the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame. Brian Colziel here with you. We will hear from Devin Levi coming up here in just one moment. Uh, let's talk injury report, though, first. Brought to you by Losi and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers.
Officially one injury right now to Kyle Oposo, the Sabres captain. He's week-to-week out with a lower body injury. So he was amongst the scratches tonight. Ryan Johnson was scratched. Eric Robinson was scratched. Still don't love the Ryan Johnson scratch. Uh, just seems like that's just kind of what Don Granato's doing. I hope if they legitimately do get themselves into a race here that they'll play the best 6D and not worry about maybe you know, hurting veterans' feelings or what Kevin Adams spent on contracts. Like, Ryan Johnson's right now one of their best 6D. He should be playing. And, you know, these pairings uh, tonight, you know, I think we've been talking about it for weeks on this broadcast here. You know, Paul has been saying it. The numbers have been saying it. Like, please, you know, Yoki Haru sitting in those games. I know he had a rough game, but overall, Yoki Haru's had a good year. Put Yoki Haru with Darlene. Put Power and Samuelson together. Those two seem to always play well when they're matched up together. And then your sixth pair is Ryan Johnson and probably Clifton. If you want to rotate in Eric Johnson, like, okay, you know, I'll listen to it. But to me, that's how I think the D should be laid out. All right, Levi, first star. Big game in front of many family and friends in his hometown in Montreal. Here he is with Paul. Well, Devin, how much fun was that? That was so fun. Uh, Hell of a game by the boys, first of all. Um, We played really well. Um, Yeah, to be in that building, to, to beat that team is pretty special. Um, you know, I wouldn't have liked it to go any other way. You were in the game right away. I mean, you had to make a great save, like, right off the bat. That, that I mean, if you weren't in the game, that had to help you get in the game immediately. Yeah, for sure. You know, these are great moments. Um, you know, I was super excited to play and come out on the ice, so I felt like good good energy right away, just right from the get-go. Um, I just wanted to make saves, and I had fun out there. Are there any moments tonight that don't feel like just another game? Is there any moments that you think you'll remember? Uh, you know, just the whole game in total, you know, it was, it was a very special game having a lot of people in the stands, um, being back home, playing against that team. So, um, you know, I think that um, I got to give credit to the boys. They played a great game. They locked it down and, um, you know, we limited their chances and we put the puck in back. And that power play was unreal today. So um, just a really good team effort and we're, we're really excited for Pittsburgh. But I'm enjoying this one a little bit. What did you see from the group in the third period after you make that save on Caulfield? Yeah, I think everyone just locked it down right after that. You know, I think that um, we realized that, you know, t- the game's coming to an end. Like, let's just lock it down and, you know, leave with the win. Um, and that's what the boys did. Rasmus with a sixth night from the corner. Um, sealed it, so it was great. Can I go in front, guys? Devin Levi on the post game. Brian, back to you. Thank you very much. As they were shifting to French, <laughs> which uh, probably many of you listening would have not uh, I understood. I, I got it. TJ, you were ready to uh, to translate for us? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he just is basically doing the same thing. It's the same question, same answer, same thing. <laughs> just, just in French. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, for good. Montreal Thanks. fans, of course. Thank you for the translation. I you're welcome. It, yes. You're welcome. <laughs> I figured just short and sweet to the point. Yeah, really cool for I Levi. Took Spanish I mean, in high school, by the way. I did as well. Never I, uh, a French guy, so who knows if I'm right? Oh boy. All right. Yeah, sorry, I blew myself in there. That's my bad. <laughs> yes, if it was Spanish, I feel like I could have given you a summary, but French, not so much. I guess if I would have known I was going to be working on a hockey broadcast for 17 seasons, I should have maybe done French instead, but here I am. Um, yeah, if, how if cool. you were ever considered for Montreal GM, maybe. I know. I, I may have eliminated myself by choosing yeah. Spanish in middle school. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Really cool for Levi. I mean, you know, God, two. He says he's got two hundred plus family and friends there. Talk about pressure, right? Not only are you coming home to your hometown, but you got all those people watching you. I don't care where it's at. I mean, that is, and you know, you're in one of the hot. You're in the hockey mecca in Canada there, in in Montreal. Oh yeah, 
So that's a, that's a really nice game from him for sure. And uh, deserving first star for sure. 32 saves in that one. I mean, the only blemish, you know, it's all on Darlene. Don Granado, you know, we li- I listen to him every game, obviously. He seemed a little bit more irritable considering his team won 6-1 to one than maybe I thought he might be. And he seemed pretty annoyed about that shorthanded goal that Darlene was out there for. He kind of said, you know, too long of a shift. But Darlene has not been consistent um, you know, Paul's been saying he hasn't liked his game for the last month or so. Darlene still can be amazing. Um, I'm not in any mood to sit here and say that we should be taking ice time away from him. But, you know, there's decisions that he's been questioned on. Um, and he's got to be better. He has to be elite. I totally agree with what Paul says. He has to be elite for the Sabres to have a chance to get themselves back into the race here. And he does do a lot of elite things. But he's also done some kind of boneheaded things, too. Sometimes he pushes the envelope a little bit too far. You know, he says tonight that goes all on me. It's not going to happen again. All right, we'll find out here. Uh, take him at his word, then uh, good for him if that's, you know, kind of the learned lesson sort of thing uh, as he stays out there way too long on that shift for sure. All right, uh, let's see. Before we read some tweets, send them in at Brian WGR. Let's get the scores in next from around the league. And they're brought to you by Alex's Place in Batavia. Oh, man, now I want some ribs. We will go to the games that are underway right now first, and that includes a game in Dallas. Third period score, Stars lead the Avalanche 4-3 to three with 10 to go in the third period. Nine to go in the third in Minnesota. The Wild are still looking for a goal. It's 3 nothing Tampa in that one. Calgary leads Nashville 5-3, 12 to go in the third period. Late stages of the third in St. Louis with six to go. The Blues have a 2-1 lead on the Canucks. Halfway through the second period in Arizona, the Islanders lead the Coyotes 2-1. Scoreless between Ottawa and Seattle. They are seven minutes into that game. Vegas, an early 1-0 lead on Florida. 13-43 to go with the first period. Detroit and L.A. and Winnipeg and San Jose, they start at 10-30, so in about 15 minutes or so from now. Finals, Rangers beat the Blackhawks at MSG 4-1. Pittsburgh and Buffalo will meet Saturday. The Penguins will be coming off of a win as well and also will be coming off of scoring six, just like the Sabres. They won in Boston in regulation, 6-5 to five, the final there. Columbus in a shootout wins in Philadelphia, 3-2. to two. Uh, That is the other final score. So those are your scores from around the league. What does that mean to the standings? Well, we're going to check that next year. Our NHL standings brought to you by Native Pride and Tall Chief Cigars. Stand tall with Native Pride. The win for the Sabres in Game 39 puts them uh, at 16, 19 and 4, 36 points. They are six back of a playoff spot, currently being held by the New Jersey Devils uh, with 42. Who are the teams in between? Well, Washington is the first team out. They also have 42. Pittsburgh, 42. Tampa, 41. Detroit, 40. Montreal, 37. So the Sabres uh, a point away from passing Montreal, and Columbus is only two back of the Sabres uh, with their win tonight. Now, Tampa is still playing, so they could officially go to 43 and uh, increase that. They're up 3 nothing with 8 to go, so that is likely going to happen. The Islanders are winning in the second period. Uh, Florida and Ottawa are still playing, so uh, there could be some shakeup to the standings. But as of the moment, Sabres are six points back of what is the final team. And again, six points with a half of the season to go isn't an amount you can't catch New Jersey with. The problem is you've got to also then catch Montreal, Detroit, Tampa, Pittsburgh, and Washington. That's a lot to overcome. It's always the amount of teams. It's not necessarily the actual point total. Uh, But, as we talked about, maybe an opportunity 
with this January schedule the way it's laid out here uh, for the Buffalo Sabres. All right, we will take another time out. When we come back, we'll read some tweets here, get our play of the game in as well. Sabres roll the Canadiens tonight in Montreal. 6-1 to one the final. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. More of the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame coming up right after this on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Touchback for Paterka, back to Quinn across the Montreal line with a shot, scores! What a shot by 22! And the Sabres get the two-goal lead back again. It is 3-1 Buffalo with 13-14 to go in the third. What a call by Dan Dunleavy there. Great goal from Jack Quinn, 6.45 into the third. That gave the Sabres that nice cushion that they needed. They went from a 2-1 lead to a 3-1 lead, and then Thompson, Darlene and Thompson all scored to added up to a 6-1 game, but that's the NOCO play of the game right there from Jack Quinn, brought to you by NOCO, the official natural gas and electric supplier to the Buffalo Sabres. Well, other stats here tonight. Eric Johnson, kind of a scary moment in the first period. He goes down to block a shot, and then one of the Canadians actually tries to jump over him and brushes up against his shoulder and his jersey with a skate blade. He came down hard, and you know, it obviously bothered him. He was kind of grabbing it throughout the remainder of the shift. Stayed out there, though, until he could get off uh, in kind of a normal capacity. And then you could see the jersey for those that were watching on the TV side. It was cut. Uh, it seems, though, obviously, though, from him continuing that uh, everything was okay. He played 17.54 of ice time. And guess what? He led the team in hits by the end of the night with three. Kind of a low hit game. Just 10 for the Sabres, 14 for the Canadians. But Eric Johnson led the team in hits. We're going to give him the Clinton Collision hits of the game. Clinton Collision, we are there when you need a repair. So good to see that Eric Johnson uh, seems to be fine after that. what looked like a kind of a scary moment there for a moment. All right, here we go. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about uh, what is happening uh, with this team with the fans here. Our Serve Pro first response from the fans. Serve Pro of Central Buffalo's team, Luzzy, responds first and faster to any size disaster. All right, let's uh, see what some of the fans have to say. Uh, Dan talking about Jack Quinn saying, hey, wasn't that the narrative last year? Quinn came, Quinn really drove that line. Paterka has an elite shot, I feel. That's true. Paterka does have a great shot. It's just not going for him. He hit the post again tonight to start the game uh, back in the first period. Uh, Ryan talking about that Quinn-Paterka-Cousins line said, yes, it looks like a real NHL line. Uh, Mike says that line's sure poised to break out big time soon. Uh, Chet says, I believe Quinn's going to be a star. He's just so skilled. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, some good thoughts there on that line. I think they have been very, very good since coming back. Again, the goal production from Cousins and Paterka still needs to get better. Quinn, four and seven. That's a, a you know really nice clip for sure. But they are creating chances. They're having some of those dominating shifts that we saw last year uh, when this line really, you know, when everybody fell in love with them. We called them the kid line. They're still... Young kids for sure, but they need to they need to play great too if Buffalo can get back in it. Okay, so what is next? Well, it's Pittsburgh. We mentioned they beat Boston tonight. They got a nice win, regulation win in Boston at TD Garden, six to five. So both teams coming off wins, both teams coming off of scoring six. The Sabers could definitely use the win in the standings. The Penguins have forty two points. The Sabers thirty six. That's a team they're going to have to leapfrog if they can get themselves back into a wild-card spot. So we'll have the pregame at 6 o'clock on Saturday on our flagship on WGR, and then everybody across the Sabres radio network uh, will join us at 7 
Uh, we'll have Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray's call for you then. Paul will be live in Pittsburgh for throughout on pregame, intermissions, and postgame, so hope he can be with us then uh, on the Sabres radio network. And with that, we were going to say goodnight to you here on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Final score again, Buffalo 6, Montreal 1. want to thank our crew, TJ Luckman, our network producer tonight. Thank you, TJ. Paul Hamilton, our reporter in Montreal. Tom Maddy was our engineer. Chopin the Bulldog on the pregame. And for Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray, my name is Brian Colziel. I thank you again for listening. The final score, Buffalo 6, Montreal 1. Thanks for listening. This has been the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show right here on the Buffalo Sabres radio network. Good night, everyone. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 